Andre from the 4205 cast. Hello, I'm Fitz from the Country Duck Gamers. Just to be different, I'm going to say greetings. I'm Andrew from <laughs> what show do I do? Um, Thursday Catch Up or Wednesday Roundup occasionally. Very diverse. Yeah, yeah. we like to switch it up. All right. We three have come together to collaborate for your listening pleasure. So, or displeasure. Or displeasure. Whatever. <laughs> One of those. Wherever you take from this. So, I have previously been on air with Crunchy Duck, and one guy from my show, Joe, has been on air with Thursday Ketchup. Uh, what have, have you guys worked together yet? Uh, we have not, to my knowledge, unless, you know, Logan and Tyler have not communicated with me about that. Supposed to be talking to this guy named Logan on Monday, but about three hours before the show recorded, he sent me a message saying he would not be able to make it. He forgot that he had a concert to go to, so I had to throw something else together. Oh, okay. So if our next episode sucks, I completely blame you guys. It's it's <laughs> it's normally our fault. Um, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Sorry. Our show always sucks. Ah. Uh be too hard on yourself i listen to it occasionally well your check's in the mail <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast fits well my podcast well to keep it simple for a, a short answer um four assholes get together um and we occasionally talk about video games and sometimes we talk about what filet mignon is for about 10 minutes. And sometimes we go into hilarious college stories. But it's supposed to be a gaming podcast that we either talk about one game for an entire episode or we talk about multiple or just in a gaming event. Like we just started our E3 series. So tune into that. Um, but, you know, that's the short answer of what our podcast is. Okay. Nothing else? You sure? You well, can eat up some time. Be greedy. <laughs> I can. I can eat up some more time. Um, well, this started 20... The idea started 2015. Um, between me and Russell, we were playing a game that's unimportant because I can't remember. But I asked him, like, hey, Russ, we should start a podcast. We should get in on this. And he was hesitant at first. I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of work. Doing whatever we're going to do. But I was like, hey, let's just do it. See what comes of it. And, you know, we recorded 18 episodes before we added Logan and Tyler. Um, and, you know, it's been history ever since. So, and we're four college friends who are just living the dream. That's what we're doing. All right. How did you decide on the name of the Crunchy Duck Gamers? Well, let's see. That's because Russell, he wanted a brandable name, kind of like uh, Rooster Teeth. It, it does. There's no real story behind it. It's just, oh, why not Crunchy Duck? There's no one named Crunchy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll with it. So now we're Crunchy Duck. We're Crunchy Duck Gaming Gamers. That's what we do. And I actually ate Crunchy Duck, or, or just duck in general, for the first time in two weeks ago. It's delicious. So I'm also a cannibal. So take Wait, that as you want. 
you're actually a duck? Uh, what's that movie from the 80s? Howard the Duck. Quack. Are you one of those things? <laughs> duck, for a reason. All right. So, well, quack, quack, quack. That's what we do. Thank you very much for uh, agreeing to do this. Much appreciated. It's what I'm here for, to do this. I was created to make podcasts. That's a, a very odd thing to be created for. <laughs> <laughs> It's all according to God's plan, right? <laughs> yep. I'm a duck who makes a podcast. That's what we do. Okay. Oh, that would be an interesting science experiment. <laughs> so, Andrew, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Thursday Ketchup? Uh, the show really came about because I don't have any friends that live anywhere near me. My only friends are the people who are on the show, which is like four people. I can relate. And like Matt was supposed to be the co-host, but he's kind of busy with life. He lives like two states away from me. Clearly not a friend. Yeah. He left to go make money. What a jerk. Terrible. Uh, I don't know why you would want to make money. Sounds uh, dumb. I don't know. He's got something about like living his life or whatever. Yeah. You know, paying rent or mortgage, whatever he does. Not important stuff. Yeah. Not to me, anyway. More important to hang out and be poor with your friends. So I stuck around here. My other friends, one lives an hour away. One also lives within the state, but fairly far away. And over the years, you just kind of stop talking to people who aren't directly around you. So like we'd send a text maybe once every six months or something. So this was kind of a way of every week having a way of just seeing what we're doing, what's going on in our lives. Thus the catch-up in catch-up. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> actually pretty clever, way more clever than my name. Yeah, Not to just my own name. <laughs> uh, just pick Thursday because it was the only thing on every social media that was available. Apparently Friday catch-up was not available on like Twitter or something. So I just pick that random day, and that's the day we release the show on, almost. It's usually like Wednesday at 10 p.m. Well, but one Wednesday thing... at 10 p.m. catch-up didn't quite have the same ring. It's a good choice. 10 p.m. catch-up. That was a very good choice. One thing about podcasting that I've noticed, I've become a lot closer with my friends since I started doing it with them. Because the guy who's the co-host now was actually just Matt's friend, like somebody who I sort of knew, but we never really talked. And now we talk like every week and would probably hang out if we lived anywhere near each other, but we don't. So just a lot of talking. And he's fully replaced Matt in your hierarchy. He has, except on the banners where I have to like go into MS Paint and swipe over his name and fill it in differently. <laughs> so that's the kind of high-end show we are ms paint i don't have no idea uh tyler made our logo i don't have no idea what software he used but Hopefully way better than our old logo ms paint <laughs> you can do anything in ms paint i saw an article about that somebody found photoshop too hard and trained himself to use ms paint it's pretty easy it's uh, a lot of point and click I, I still can't master it very well. <laughs> I just figured out how to make a screenshot on my uh, computer just last week. So You're getting nice. there, man. Keep plugging away at it. 
good stuff. So Joel actually had an idea of what Andre's podcast was. He thought it was because it's forty two oh five. He thought it was five guys that really like smoking weed. <laughs> Four twenty five. Well, apparently that's not correct. That is totally incorrect. So we don't smoke weed. None of us do. We're we're all fairly clean. Uh, I am as CM Punk straight edge as you get, and the other guys will partake in a little bit of alcohol, and that's about it. So my uh, my cast started with us five. Uh, some of us knew each other from way back when. Uh, I went to high school with Joe, and Chris was a freshman when I was a senior in my high school, so we know each other for a long time. And Anthony and Theo were hires by me at our now-defunct anonymous video game retailer. And the name 4205Cast comes from the store number 4205 that we were all at. So that is how my cast eventually ended up starting when we were sitting around one day hanging out at my house and we were talking about stuff and then I think Chris said, hey, we should do a podcast. We talk about a lot of good stuff. And we're like, <laughs> why would we do that? Nobody wants to hear us. And it's pretty much true. Nobody wants to hear us. <laughs> well, I think you have double viewership, viewership of both of us. So Combined? Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. All right. So I'm propping you guys up right now. So go, go listen to these guys' podcasts. But don't stop listening to ours, please. Uh Listen to all three of us, please. Yes, it would do us all a great favor. Look, we release listen to we release on different days, so you can have a Sunday lead into a Monday, leading into a Thursday, and it's great. It works out for everybody, right? Yeah, it works out Sounds perfectly. Like it. Yeah, I mean, I would love to listen to the same podcast three times in a row. Awesome <laughs> to me. Uh, so we've been doing it for. Let's say like almost a year and a half now. We started 2016 January, so now it's 2017 May. So nearly a year and a half. We haven't killed each other yet, although I detest the sight of all of them. It's the one nice thing is I don't actually have to see any of these people the rest of the week. And when we hang up on Skype, that's the end of it. <laughs> Nobody hangs around at my house for the next three hours. Yeah, you can't get rid of them. They just <laughs> they just stay and and we record late so it's midnight and they just won't leave. So I have work in the morning, guys. Get out. Uh, I'm so glad we do it online because if I ever get tired of them, I can just oh, see ya. Discord app close. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously, I'm joking. Uh, so these guys are great, and you know it, it's it's been good to do a podcast with them for the the time that we have. It was a lot longer than I thought we'd do it because we've had to survive two members saying, oh, we don't want to be here right now. We have more important stuff in life. I know the feeling. Hashtag Matt memes. Matt memes. Well, we have Chris and Anthony memes, but we don't actually publicize it. <laughs> you get on them. Memes are the way of the future. <laughs> Best way to communicate. Yeah. I mean, memes are everywhere now. I remember when, like, only, like, real nerds knew about memes. Now, like, everybody uses memes. Jeez, it's been a long time. It's been at least ten years yeah. ago. I remember referencing I, them as memes. 
<laughs> Not knowing that. Yeah, the that's how I used to say it. Well, thanks, Metal Gear Solid Two, for pronouncing that word for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, our podcast nearly died, as I, some of you may have inferred. So what happened? Break, we both get full-time jobs, and we wanted to focus on that so and being responsible. Um. So. We both didn't want it to die, but we kept getting sidetracked with our jobs, doing other things, you know, me getting engaged and everything really just made this get pushed to the side. And so we decided that we really needed help. And our great friends, our beautiful friends, Tyler and Logan, have really helped us out with the editing. Um, I think the show has definitely picked up because there's two more personalities um in there and i really thank them for that so you responsibility have, go ahead you have four guys on your cast uh andrew how many guys do you have on your cast usually do three or two if somebody can't make it and you, you've been actually been soliciting for guest stars too yeah because i don't have any friends and i get tired of bothering those friends over and over so the three men cast is uh My message people more or less expected from you uh pretty much fits you're running a little bit below your normal expectation these days but you used to do two men uh when you started yes those two it was just russell and i when we started and three is manageable for me considering i have a whole table of people who refuse to stop talking must be <laughs> interesting how many mics do you use for that so, we we have three uh, Blue Yeti mics that we had to go through a lot of issue with Blue Yeti to get them to change digital signatures of the mics so that they wouldn't all be recognized as one microphone. So after mm. we got that set up, uh, we have three. I have my own, and the other four guys share two of them. Uh, ideally, we'd have five, but, I mean, Chris never shows up. So, I don't know if we want to get one for him. It was on last week, wasn't he? He he showed up last week surprising everybody. I found that podcasting is a lot of small troubleshooting of, like, electronic issues that you had not expected. How many times have you guys had uh, multiple, like, echoes on your tracks when you record them? Does that happen since you guys do uh, online recordings? Yes, um, occasionally. Um sometimes I have my headphones up too loud and the voices from my headphones go into the mic of my snowball and it really pisses whoever is re is editing that week off and I make they make sure I hear it don't have too many echo issues it's mostly just like feedback from crappy microphones that people are using and then using them through Skype which isn't exactly high definition. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, given your setup, Andre, I imagine you have a lot of issues with that. So every so often, one of our channels that we're recording on will freak out and get out of sync with the other channels and create this feedback that Theo will be forced to fix over the long haul. And it's sometimes it's as easy as copy and pasting one soundtrack over 
like a couple of seconds and it'll fix it and sometimes it's not so it's not really fun sounds a little complicated but the, the beauty of having three mics and everybody all at the table is each mic also picks up the other people so if one ends up screwing up we can mute it and not lose the podcast so it, it's nice. it's not necessarily good when two people are not coming in very strong, but you can still hear them. So you don't necessarily lose everything. Ironically, it happened on our most listened to episode, so I can't <laughs> explain that. I don't know. Which one is your most listened to episode? Our Overwatch episode about a year ago now. Well, that makes sense. Make perfect I just saw sense. that uh, Overwatch is having a free weekend in like two weeks, so that will be the time to get on and pwn some noobs, as the kids say. Yeah. Do you, do you all still play that game, Overwatch? I load it up every now and again, but I don't really play it anymore. I've, I've moved on. I never bought it in the first place. Okay. Well, yeah, I definitely moved on to that. I officially uninstalled it for my PS4. So I don't plan on ever going back anytime soon. Aw. That's sad. <laughs> it is sad. I enjoyed my time with it. But right now, uh, Siege is filling in that void of first-person shooters. So that's doing well. Well, you know what, guys? That sounds like a very good segue. We call that we call them segues in the business, if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the business. Oh, right. So, you know, I've been there. I was going to do another segue. I actually had a game, if you wanted to play a game. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Go ahead. All right. This is usually something we do on our show to determine who gets to go in which order. So oh. I have, like, a multi-choice question. Uh, who wants to go first? So we have to pick who goes first to determine who goes first? Yep. It's uh, choiceception. <laughs> Usually I let the guests go first, but you're both not guests and guests at the same time, so... I vote for Fitz. He can go first. Would you like to go first? This is going to be a tough one, because you don't know me that well. Oh, gosh. Okay, go ahead. Give me the question. One of these is a food creation of mine. Which one is the correct one? Number one, American nachos. So this is kind of like nachos, except you use Doritos instead of tortilla chips, and you use um, sloppy Joe instead of regular meat. Hmm. Okay. And then you can put cheese or whatever you want. Flat saluting like a, is optional. Sounds like a lot of cholesterol. It is. That's the American part. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, a payo sandwich. This is peanut butter and mayonnaise. Two great tastes that taste great together. This actually came about as an accident. When I was a kid, my mom put mayonnaise on a sandwich thinking I wanted bologna, but I did not. I wanted peanut butter, so she put that on there too and made me eat it. And I decided it was actually really good. Your mom is awesome. Yeah. She makes you live with your decisions. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good mom right there. uh... That sounds like a terrible sandwich. Not bad, really. Really? Or is it? I don't know. I I might try it for lunch tomorrow. Hey, give it a shot. Or is the answer number three, Orangios? 
I'm allergic to milk, but Me you're too. supposed to dunk Oreos into something. So all I could have was orange juice. So I would dunk Oreos into orange juice and eat them. And still do to this day, actually. Oh, man. Sufficiently grossed out by any of these three options? I'm grossed out by two of these three options. <laughs> so I'm going to... I'm going to guess. I'm going to say American nachos are your food creation because the other two are sound completely repulsive. Not into payos or orangios? No, that, that sounds disgusting. Andre, what do you feel? All right. Well, as somebody who actually is allergic to milk, uh, I'm going to go with the orangios. Unfortunately, orangios are not true i did see like a buzzfeed article about how people do that and it sounds gross it is pretty gross sounding i have to admit i gagged a little bit just a little bit payo sandwich on the other hand i have never had that was just a made-up story you lied liar American nachos though are very delicious i i knew it because that's the only one that sounded like something i would eat <laughs> should try it sometime. It's actually quite good. And I've done it with Doritos before. But I haven't done it the Sloppy Joe stuff instead of like, you know, regular ground beef. So I might have to give it a try sometime. I'll, I'll make it an hors d'oeuvre for my wedding. <laughs> so are they nacho sure cheese Doritos? I usually just go plain nacho cheese. You can get spicy if you're feeling caliente. I mean, I... I... I was thinking that you might have tried that with the ranch, the cool, the cool ranch, or the cooler ranch, if you're old enough. It's weird yeah. that I don't like ranch, but I do like cool ranch. That's funny. Because it's fake ranch. I like ranch, and I don't like cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> well, it's because ranch dressing is delicious, and cool ranch is fake ranch, but it's still good to me. I don't understand makes sense there you go you're the unifying head. voice you brought them both together i did uh they call me the great unifier the greatest of unifiers of all time the greatest unifier in the history of you all unifiers who is they uh, you know people in the business uh, nice. yep you know they that's the deep state they tell me this all right so that's so. like an, an example of a game so i guess you get to go first since you guessed right what games have you been playing well let's see i've been meandering until a couple of games um i've been playing mostly persona 5 um i picked this game up completely on a whim i had heard nothing about this game oh, i heard a little bit about it but i didn't watch any gameplay i didn't watch any trailers i just heard a lot of good things about the persona 2 series so i just looked at it on Amazon, I was like, well, the Steel Tin isn't any more money, so I might as well buy that. So I bought the Steel Book, and now it's my favorite RPG probably in the last two years, I should say. Um, it's a random number I pulled out of my ass, just so you know. Um, science. That's science. Where numbers come from. Numbers come from my ass. That's exactly what happens. Sure. Yeah. Logan's a math teacher, so he can confirm it. A lot of teaching going on in these podcasters. 
Mm. Uh, apparently, people love to teach. I actually went through uh, most of my college career trying to be a teacher. So, yeah, we love what teaching. What kind of teacher I guess. were you trying to be? I was trying to be Logan. Oh, math teacher. Yep. Okay, I teach history to children. It's fun at times. That's what my dad did. He was a like uh, elementary school history teacher for thirty some years. Okay, I teach eighth grade. You know, it's hard getting eighth graders as passionate about U.S. history <laughs> as I am. Um, but I try my best. Anyway, Persona Five. Um, not typically a game that you know. I would get into, as I mentioned to Andre, Andre probably about almost a year ago now. Um, normally my thing. I've recently been getting into them more. I've been, you know, trying to get through Final Fantasy XII. I think I'm about halfway. I'm not sure. Um, but I know I'm more than halfway through Persona 5. I believe I gave you a good yelling about uh, not playing Final Fantasy. You did. <laughs> It made me made me rethink my life choices a little bit. So after your Final Fantasy retrospective episodes, I decided to give them another try, another try. And since I already owned Final Fantasy twelve, I decided to start with twelve. So there's that. I'm That's the one where none of the characters are anything. They're just all kind of there. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I can say that. Especially like Who's supposed to be the main character, Vaughn? He totally useless. Like, what is what is he's not he's not even my regular party. He's a waste of data. His motivation is that he was there when the thing happened, so now he is on an adventure. Also, his friend is joining him because she was also there. And Sky Pirates. And Sky, Sky Pirates. Pirates, yes. Really, the main character of Final Fantasy Twelve should be Bosch and Ash, like. That is correct. Right? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm about 40 hours into Final Fantasy XII, and that's definitely the feeling I get. I did Final Fantasy XII with Bosch and Ash in mind, and then there, for some reason they wanted to tag in two different, completely different characters and make them the main characters. Vaughn yeah. and Pinello. Not sure what they were thinking there. I remember like the best part of that game was the judges were always kind of cool when they showed up. Oh yeah, I I do enjoy the judges. I really like their armor. I think a lot of the designs of the architecture and of the armor and the clothing are really cool. And I think the world's really cool. It's just the characters are very boring. Um, anyway, Persona Five. Um, <laughs> yes, let's <laughs> let's talk about that one since you've been trying to. <laughs> I've never actually played a Persona yeah. game. Are these turn-based? Yes. Uh, at least Persona 5 is. This is my first Persona game. They're, they're um, all turn-based. I think on, all turn-based. Okay. But, you know, it doesn't feel like a turn-based to me because it just goes so fast, and they do everything they can to make every battle like very quick, um, with the exception of the boss battles. Um, even those are pretty quick, to be honest. Normally my thing, which what turned me off from Final Fantasy X and X2. You know, I finished X2 when I was younger. Didn't like it that much. Anyway, what was I on? I lost track. 
Persona Five. <laughs> Keep up, yeah. man. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up with myself. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. T- typically, I look at turn turn-based combat and I go, hmm, that doesn't look like my thing, unless it's um kind of uh sped up like a chrono trigger like that kind of system as opposed to just it's your turn now now it's your turn now it's your turn but persona 5 is really taking me away from my narrow way of thinking and putting me and giving me a broader mindset i should say another game sorry i was a a pretty good fan of uh, persona 5 i put a good let's say 115 hours into it so I mean, I have finished it. Have you finished it, or are you still playing? Um, about fifty-six hours in. I played it in about two-hour intervals, so uh, I'll be playing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the life of a teacher, I guess. Um, I'm also playing Rainbow Six Siege. Um, that's my constant game. I should say the game I'm playing all year round now, or whenever I got this game. Um, yeah, it's uh, for me, it's a good time filler. Oh, I got about an hour to go to bed. Oh, I'll get a couple games of Siege in. I'm absolutely terrible at the game still. Um, I'm terrible in playing the casual matches. I can't imagine if I actually played ranked. Probably get destroyed. Just jump right in. Just do it. You probably start and, out like a really low rank with the other people who suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My theory is just, you know, I got this game a year after released. Everyone who's still playing it, uh, I'm assuming, had the game when it first released. They just have a year head start on me, so they're just that much better. That's what I'm. That's my excuse for being terrible at video games. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm playing. Um, Andre, what are you playing? Uh, well, if you listen to my cast at all, you can't go a week without hearing. Somebody talk about Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I feel like you've been talking about that for about four months now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because when we did our Final Fantasy retrospective, none of us had played it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. we ended up all taking the dive because it was on the Steam Winter Sale for 20 bucks for the base game and expansion. So... Theo had been trying to get us to play it, and the the sale came up, and Joe bought it the second he saw it, and then I said, fuck you guys, because <laughs> I had wanted to play it for the longest, and I was trying to resist, uh, because I had put a, almost like 10 years into WoW. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was just, I don't really want to play an MMO, I don't want to get into it. The the time commitment, I don't think it's something that I want to make right now. But then it was 20 bucks, and I was seeing that people were going to play, and then even Anthony was like, yes, I'm going to play. And I said, fine, I'll do it. I'll take one for you, the team. You know, you, you, had to take, you had to go into that um, syringe right there. That's an addictive <laughs> gameplay. So I've mostly been playing that, but uh, between actually getting it and now I've sprinkled in and taken hiatuses to play Persona 5 and Zelda, uh, I don't really find talking about Final Fantasy XIV to be that interesting per se because 
there's a lot of MMO stuff that people who play the genre already know, and it's not really doing that many things different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you've played WoW, you, you have an idea of what's going on in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. And MMOs aren't really my forte. I tried WoW long time ago and you know i didn't even max out a character i just lost interest before i even maxed out a character and wow is that's like mmo for kids like it's so easy the game plays itself now yeah really it literally plays itself now there's just all these systems that you all you got to do is like walk in and it's like you're getting a loot pinata thrown at you Back in my day, you had to wait at summoning stones until everybody from the party was clicking on things. And that's if you could get a party together. As somebody who played from Vanilla <laughs> WoW, it's it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of waiting I on other to, people before you can play a game. I tried to jump in at Burning Crusade, and I didn't even get to the Burning Crusade part. But... <laughs> uh, that's the tap out right there. Game put him in the walls of Jericho. Yeah, yeah, I could understand. Basically, that. and I couldn't reach the ropes. You know, does anyone tap out to the walls of Jericho anymore? Has that happened? Kevin Owens just did. When That's what was true. that? Was that on SmackDown? Uh, was... Payback. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, payback. I didn't watch Payback. That's why I missed it. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> that's what I hear. Um, I canceled my WWE Network account. Because I want to save ten dollars a month. Because um, I only, have, I really just watched WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble and Survivor Series this year. So I decided, not gonna waste my money. Ouch! It's just nine ninety nine. They tell you that every week on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're trying to sell their product or something. <laughs> Could be. I just watch it on Redbox. That's how I get all my stuff. You watch wrestling on Redbox? That's our secret code for internet piracy. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. But, yeah, I picked up that movie on Redbox the other week. Well, now you've let your code out into the open. It's time to find a new code. Might We're I not suggest... actually like, uh, publishing this anywhere, are we? This is just us hanging out, right? Right. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. We'll be fine. I'm... Uh, we're just recording this just to listen back to our very interesting conversations about okay. video games and stuff. Anytime we talk about playing like an old game that you wouldn't be able to get anymore, we always hold the physical copy. We never play on emulators or ROMs. Just to make that clear. I don't even know what those are. Yeah, somebody told me about that once. I don't even understand it. Are you talking about a CD-ROM? Is that what you're talking about? That's it. You got it. Gotta be it. It has to be. Oh, man. So, recently I've just been cycling through... uh, a bunch of handheld games that I can play on the subway. So I've been playing okay. stuff on my uh, Vita, like Persona 4, or uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions. That's a good one. If only the slowdown in that game wasn't hard-coded into it, it would be so amazing. <laughs> it's part of the uh, atmosphere. It's <laughs> game lag. Oh, it's, it, it, it's it adds character. It adds character. That's what that does. The and that game is really cool with the with the animated cutscenes that they added in and the retranslation, so things actually make sense. <laughs> Knowing what happens in the game is really beneficial. I have to say. 
I prefer English. Oh, <laughs> I don't do. I don't know if what you can call the original release of Tactics English or just absolute complete batshit insane total <laughs> nonsense. You don't need to know what's going on in the story. You can just kind of make up words. Yeah, like Lukavi, which just showed up randomly. <laughs> Lukavi. Nobody knew what it was. Just, they just started saying it. No explanation. <laughs> uh, Andre, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. What do you think of the translation of Persona 5? Uh, the translation... So, I think the translation is a little weak, but I think the localization is good. So, they they take they take all the cultural Japanese stuff and make it so that it's understandable and relevant to an American or European audience that might not have the same very, very interesting norms that the Japanese have. Uh, I know that there was a, a, a little kerfluffle about it, but actually playing the game and listening to it, reading the text, I didn't find anything to be crazy or way off. I thought the localization was very good. So maybe they translated a couple things here or there too literally, but I think people were just cherry picking to complain. Yeah, I mean, I read an article about it um, at the doctor's office today, and I'm talking about I didn't even notice this grammatical error. Like, who cares if they didn't put a comma right there? <laughs> it got so nitpicky with the translation that I was just like, I'm not reading the rest of this. You're gone. Because right now, I don't, I don't, I haven't noticed like anything too big. A black mark on a great game. I, I think people were just so put off by the fact that they delayed it, that they're trying to find things to bring it down. If you want to play a game that's poorly translated, just play Breath of Fire 2 on the Super Nintendo. That is one of the worst translated games you'll ever see. And compare that to Persona 5. You can't tell me that Persona 5 is a bad translation or bad localization. People just being too nitpicky. That's what I think. Because I just heard so much, so much complaining about it. And I was like, shut up. Stop complaining. Yeah, that's basically what I thought about it. I'm, I tried to play back in my mind if I found anything that was out of the ordinary, and I didn't. I just, I thought it was good. Maybe not the best thing ever, but I thought it was good. Also, another question. Um, are all of the questions that you they ask when they're... When the teachers are randomly asking you a question in class, are they all based on facts, or are some of, or most of them true, and some of them made up? I believe they're all true. So people really didn't like dream in color until color television came out. I, I can't. Sp I mean, I'm old, but <laughs> I don't predate the days of color television, so I can't tell you from personal experience, but. It's. I, I think it's kind of interesting, you know that that could be true. It didn't. It didn't strike me as something that was false, but it struck me as something that was strange to even think. Because not like we just, you know, saw in black and white before color television came out. But I don't. I just don't. I don't understand that kind of science. 
there's some weird stuff that they they bring up in that game. Oh yeah, a lot of weird stuff. Well, I don't have anything else. So, Andrew, what do you have for us? Or should I say it the way I said on my cast? Andrew, what you got? Uh, one note on Final Fantasy fourteen. I actually played it a few months ago, just because I felt like playing a new MMO. And at one point, I was actually just letting my daughter play the game because it's that simple to play. <laughs> it's not very. Hard. She's five years old, by the way. So I'd be like, press one, press three, press five, press four, press four, press four. That's the entire game through the first like sixty levels. So no, I got she's bored hooked. of that pretty fast. Oh, oh, yeah. She got bored of it. <laughs> No, she's into uh, Minecraft and Roblox. Of course she's into Minecraft. She's a kid. Yeah, she watches like nothing but YouTube videos of Minecraft. It's kind that's, of insane. That seems about normal for kids her age. Do you understand Minecraft? Either of you? Um, Russell does. Russell spent a lot of time playing Minecraft in college. Um, me, on the other hand... Every time I try and play it, I, I fall asleep while playing it. I understand it. I don't understand the draw to kids. Like, why it's such a cool game for them. Like, my daughter has Legos she doesn't play with, but she'll watch, like, 20 hours of Minecraft. I think it's probably better for you because you don't have to step on Legos. It's possibly true. I'm not sure. Really, there's only two games I play with any amount of regularity which is rocket league and hearthstone do either of you play any of those that's about what i think about it logan plays a lot rocket league and he's played it since it was released and he's played it every day since it's a fun game to just get into and play the matches are only five minutes long so and the time just keeps going throughout unless you score so like the average game takes maybe eight minutes to play so if you're into like sports games or I guess racing games to a degree because it's basically soccer but you're a car. You can drive around, you can double jump, you can boost jump, all that fun stuff. Kind of learning the different moves and all that is the majority of the gameplay. Actually, uh, I have a funny story of how Logan um, introduced us to Rocket League. It, I think there was like a gameplay trailer released on IGN or something and he introduces to us hey did you hear about this game about like soccer cars sorry soccer cars about cars <laughs> playing soccer and stuff and my friend um, my roommate at the time uh, Connor and I were like Logan that sounds very dangerous I don't think anybody <laughs> should be playing that sport like that sounds terrible <laughs> people are going to die and he's like no 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 it's a video game like oh, um, we both got in. We all, all three of us, get into the beta, and he said, "Oh, I could probably enjoy this for a couple of games." And and Logan has enjoyed it for what's it been out two years now, three years? It's been out for a little while. Yeah, he's he's been enjoying it for a very long time. Um, it's definitely, from what I can tell, it's definitely a great game to play for, you know, an hour or two before you go to bed. And I, I can definitely see the appeal of it. It is all right as long as you're not like in any kind of bad health, and salt will 
affect you in any way because it is a very salty game. Mm. There's a lot of BS that happens in it. That is true. There's a lot of, like, somebody screws one thing up and then you just think they suck for the entire time. There's a lot of sarcastic emoting. A lot of what a saves as somebody misses the ball as it goes into the net. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> he really did sneeze. It was nice. I had the hiccups for like 20 minutes before we started this. So I'm not oh. going to hate too much. <laughs> we'll see if we can uh, edit out that sneeze even though we started talking about it now. I say leave it in. Yeah, hey, you know what? You're right. We should just leave it in. Give him the full experience. Job easier. Um, well, as for uh, Hearthstone, I've I played it a little bit, but I'm a card game snob. I've I've played Magic: The Gathering since 1996, Jeez. Uh, on and off. So, Hearthstone was a little too simple to tickle me, but clearly it's the better product. So. They're doing a lot of things right that Magic is doing wrong. They do a lot of things. It's a lot more accessible to... Because the majority of the time I'm playing it, I play it on my phone when I'm like on a break at work. Yeah. I'll walk around and play. You can just jump right into a game. You don't have to go to your local card store, find somebody who actually wants to play with you, agree that you're going to play this specific game. So there's that, uh, just the interface as compared to, like, Magic, where it's basically you do all your stuff, your opponent doesn't really interact with you at all during your turns. Makes it a lot easier to play. Because I've tried playing the Magic game that's on Steam, and there's a lot of... Wait, stop, I need to do something. Oh, it's not letting me stop and play this card I meant to play. Oh, I accidentally clicked on a thing I didn't mean to. It's just a lot of issues with the online version of Magic that I think Hearthstone really dumbs down. Yep. It makes it a lot simpler for people to play. Yeah. Also, I found... I played Magic in college. I found it to be incredibly expensive to you know build decks and maintain standard. And... I decided I wasn't going to deal with that anymore, so I stopped playing Magic. But Hearthstone has always interested me. I actually have never tried it, so I'd say give it a try for a free-to-play game. Just playing through like the tuto- tutorial opening and like playing some practice matches. Because when you first get into the game, it actually sets it up where you will only play matches against people who have also just started playing. I think the algorithm for it's like the first 50 games you play will all be against people of similar skill. No. That's or at neat. least it used to be. The... That's real nice. But just like Magic, the complaint about the game lately has been the cost to get into it because the game's been around for so long Yep. That's you can just pile up free cards even if you're not spending money on the game. I saw some things that were saying just to get in and get the majority of every card would be like 300 and some dollars. That's ridiculous. So that's yeah, like a fourth of a magic deck. Yeah. <laughs> Same time, like one magic card can go for that much. Yeah. So, as somebody who is 
playing Hearthstone, how do you feel about the randomness of the cards in that game? I don't mind it as much when it's in my favor. <laughs> when it does not go in my favor is when we have the issues. But I can understand how people don't like it, but they're trying something different. As a digital card game, you can do things that physical card games can't do. Right. And I think that was kind of what they were trying to go for, to make the game more fun than skill-based, but at the same time, they wanted to take it seriously enough that they could do tournaments and stuff like that. So there's kind of a balance between luck and skill, and sometimes playing the odds of well, this is going to do three random things, and I need it to do one version of the random thing. Do I try and do it, or do I wait and do something else? So there is a level of decision-making to the randomness of the game. The The thing that gets me about it is I like... So I'm a blue player in Magic, so I like things to be very much in control yeah uh, and that's one of the things they actually mentioned was like how they don't want there's no cards in the game that will discard cards from your opponent's hand because they want the player to be able to choose the interactions they have right as opposed to like i'm gonna play this card no you're not and like i'm gonna play this card now what are you gonna do about it and that was my strategy when i played magic I just had a bunch of negates and cancels. Oh, I'm going yeah. to do this. No, I don't, I, I don't, that thing's scary. I don't want you to do that. Good man. <laughs> That's how card games are meant to be played. Only one yeah. person is supposed to have fun. For anybody <laughs> that's played the uh, Dragon Ball Z collectible card game, Trunks Energy Sphere was the card that did that. It was a play anytime, negates an effect. It was the only card in the game that did that. So there would often be times where you would, I'm going to play Trunks Energy Sphere. I will play a Trunks Energy Sphere to stop your Trunks Energy Sphere. Well, I also have a Trunks Energy Sphere. So then you'd have to do a whole stack of, well, this does this to this, and that does that. Therefore, it was all good times. See, I'm totally behind what you're saying, except for the Dragon Ball Z part. <laughs> uh, it was such a good game. I hated when they canceled it. Oh man! <laughs> Whenever any of my guys start talking about Dragon Ball Z, I just say, "All right, I'm gonna tune out, take out my phone." Uh, you're not into the Z. I, I don't, I don't like Dragon Ball too much. Uh, do you like any anime? Uh, well, that depends. How emasculating do I need to be? Um, like which etchy harem <laughs> shows do you prefer? So my favorite anime is Magic Knight Ray Earth. And my second favorite anime is Sailor Moon, and my third favorite is Ranma One Half. I've heard of one of Sailor those. Moon. <laughs> and you've all heard of Sailor Moon. I've heard of Ranma. Yep, I've heard of I Sailor know Moon. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I've been known to get dabble in anime at times. Um, you know, my favorites are. You know everyone's favorites, but I do have like Full Metal Alchemist, the Dragon Ball series. Um, I do have one that some people haven't heard of, but most people have now at least. Um, Kuroko's Basketball. That's something I really enjoy. I've never I would heard say of that. 
as people who play games, you should check out Sword Art Online, if you've ever heard oh. of that. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I I have heard of that, and I have enjoyed it. So that's kind of like a beginner anime to get into, if you're not into anime. Ironically, not a very good game. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's, it's really okay. not. There's some other ones uh, that are similar. That's like the new genre that's popular since Sword Art was so good. Like every other anime is now, we've been trapped in a game. What are we going to do? Yeah, I actually did see a couple of those knockoffs on the Funimation um, stream service. I was like, I'm not watching that. It looks like a ripoff. And it was. Um, oh, I had something interesting to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um how would you feel about video games that went into that kind of virtual reality? Like they just shut your brain off and put you into a virtual world. How do you? How would you feel about that? Wait, hold, hold on, go back. Am am <laughs> am I having my brain shut off, or is the character I'm playing having his brain shut off? Uh, no, like you know, like to do in Sword Art, Sword Art Online, like they basically induce. They put you to sleep, and you wake up in a virtual reality world. I see. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It kind of reminds me of Ready Player One, if you guys have read that book. Can't say I have. Well, it's about to become a Spielberg movie, so you should get on that before you are going to be one of those liars who can't comprehend which one is better between the book or the movie. Uh, but it's a dystopian future where countries have been at war over limited resources because we're a bunch of assholes on the planet and do a bunch of assholey things like not care about the planet. So everybody's living in a dystopia and they all basically shut off reality to go and play the game where things actually still look good and it's fun. So mm. in that type of scenario... Yeah, I'd take shutting off my brain to go <laughs> get into a game. I mean, I barely use my brain to begin with, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm not opposed to I don't know. A Sword Art game to me would be very scary for me. Just like a, a machine's forcing me to, to fall asleep and putting my mind into a digital world that doesn't... That seems very scary, and I feel like people will be able to read my brain if I fell, if I went to a game like that. You gotta like, hide yeah. it, brother. I, I, I don't want the NSA to get into my brain. They already get into my cell phone and my laptop, so <laughs> I don't need them on my brain. I take it you're not the type of person who would volunteer to be the first to test out teleportation or anything? Yeah, no, not me. No, because they're not taking apart <laughs> my body atom by atom and then put it together atom by atom again. I'm I mean, what's that. the worst that could go wrong? Chrono Trigger actually already showed us what happens. And you meet a talking frog. Yes. You're right, that is actually pretty cool. I guess that oh, would be difficult as a duck. Though. You get a robot companion. See, I would sign up for it immediately because then I wouldn't have to take New York City Transit. I would just teleport. So I'm the first person on the line to try it out. Mm. That's yeah. a tough call. Uh, I'm going to be like a, 
I'm going to be like Geralt in this one and just take a horse instead of <laughs> using a portal. I hate portals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a character. Witcher 3 is great. All right. So we're coming up on an hour. So I actually wanted to ask you guys uh, something before we try to wrap it up. So do we have a favorite game of all time that we want to talk about? Uh, that's a tough one. I feel like my default answer anytime as somebody has asked me is either Mega Man 2 or Super Mario World. Okay. Nice. Pretty solid answer. Um, Andre, you go. Let me think more. You don't know? No, I, I'm, I'm trying to choose. <laughs> Uh, my favorite game of all time is The Legend of Zelda. As okay. Absolute original, original one. I can see that. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but uh, I was completely lost at The Legend of Zelda. Because I was way too young to comprehend it. <laughs> I don't know. I found the first dungeon, could never find the second dungeon. So, that. Um. Well, I had my mom helping me when I was a kid playing it. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my favorite game, um, uh, well, I'm younger, so I'm going to choose a much younger game. I'm going to have to go with Dragon Age Origins and Star Wars Battlefront, two of my favorite games of all time, right there. It's chickening out. You see, both of you guys, you, you chose two games. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I, I, do I decide right now? Are you make, giving me an ultimatum? This is what it is. You, you. Every parent who has multiple children has a favorite child, but they'll never admit it. <laughs> Here, we have to choose. One of these children are going to be uh, very sad. All right. I Dragon suppose... Age Origins, I chose. Uh, if I had to choose one to play for the rest of my life, it would be Super Mario World. All right. Good job, guys. We did it. We made it. I actually... Uh, something about Super Mario World. I... Played that game on the Game Boy Advance because I found someone dropped it in my yard. Oh, so you just ended up <laughs> with it? And I picked it up. I ended up with it. So that is a great game. I do like that game. All right. <laughs> so, do we have anything that we want to put out there before we call it a night? Uh, I've got a sponsor on my show. Can I give them a shout out? Absolutely. Uh, Master Lee's Kung Fu and Social Interaction Dojo. You can turn your Hayas into Hayas. <laughs> Master Lee offers top martial arts training as well as services to better communicate with strangers. One location in the greater Shawmut, Arizona area. Just tell How them Thursday Ketchup sent you <laughs> for one free lesson. That is Mas Mas yeah. Master Lee's. Uh, he's not going to pay me for this one. You messed up the live read, man. <laughs> Master Lee's Kung Fu and Social Interaction Dojo Punch, Kick, Meet, and Greet Join today How did you get that sponsorship? Like, That's such a weird sponsorship Well I guess we better get out of here now uh, <laughs> Well okay. it's nice, nice talking with you guys well, Before you run away sometime. Andrew So now I have to, I have to ask you a question I mean, yeah, I'll right. ask you a serious question. You have a very deadpan delivery. 
Is this something that you turn on just for the podcast? I do not. This was brought about by about uh, 15 years of crippling depression. Nice. All wrapped up in one. <laughs> Smooth voice. Alrighty. Well, I do put on like a bit this? of a lower voice to do the show, though. I usually don't talk this low. All right. So, Fitz, why don't you give us one more pr- plug for your your show? Well, you find us at Crunchy Gaming. Uh, sorry, at Crunchy Games on Twitter. And if you want to listen to assholes talk about games, we get the show to you. Hey, we got the show for you. He messed up the live read too. Man, <laughs> nobody's getting paid. I messed it up. Logan's gonna be angry. Logan gets angry at me. So, <laughs> all right, Andrew. Anything else you want to say about Thursday ketchup? Master Lee's kung fu and social. You tried that already. Oh, you missed oh, it. We did that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thursday ketchup everywhere <laughs> because the branding is how we came up with the show. Oh man. All right, and mine, the forty two oh five cast. You can find us uh, pretty much everywhere with that name, at forty two oh five cast on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, etc., etc., etc. Our nickname is the Kings. It's not because we're full of ourselves. It's because we record in Brooklyn, which is Kings County. So there, I have revealed everything there is to know about our names. Well, it's more interesting than how we got our name. Where we just. <laughs> Kind of just decided. Crunchy Duck, that sounds cool. <laughs> Should we all do our sign-offs now? All right. Uh, that's all for this week. Come back next whenever we record, and we will catch up again. See you later. That's it. I normally go, I normally do like a guitar solo with my mouth. Um. <laughs> don't, you have, don't you have an acapella song for us or something? Uh, I mean, sure. I know that's the intro. That's the intro. I'll outro with it. But I'll outro with the song, so give me your outro. Or All right. End cap. So thanks for listening. 4205, cast off. Uptown girl. She's been living in an uptown world. Na, 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 na. Uptown girl. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Oh, man. Guys, uh, Fitz, Andrew, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's Good been times. a great time. I had a, I had a lot of fun. You know, it was, I mean, honestly, it's kind of awkward at the beginning, but once we got going, like, I think we produced something pretty good. I'm just going to fire those other two guys. You guys want to do a show? Yeah, I mean, I don't need any of my guys either. It's called Thursday yeah. Ketchup. Wait, no, you got to come on the forty two oh five cast. Uh, sorry, my uh, obligations to Master Lee limit me to. Uh, dang. I guess I can. Do. I mean, you are getting paid. I might get paid eventually if I ever get one of those reads right. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know. So is what is this dojo? Like, it, like get your self confidence up, and it gets your Fighting up as well? I, I don't understand. I'm not sure it's not in the copy I was sent, so... <laughs> I'm not sure. You'll have to... I don't know if he has a Twitter. He's very... centered, I would say. I don't think they do that, so... I'm not sure. He could probably I mean, connect to Twitter with his key. 
Maybe. You should ask him. Very zen. If you meditate, the answer will come to you. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Thanks very much.